Hey everyone. So, on an inspired Saturday morning, I had this sort of vision of seeing this dark thing. Right? It's like we have. We have. I would call it the cock block to life. I think that's a perfect term. I was watching some terrible. Actually, it was. I love them, but anyway. One of these reality TV shows and. This woman said to her, this other woman, you know, um, and it was for real estate, of course, because they're all about real estate. Um, do you really want to be in this business? <clears throat> she said to her, what do you really love? And she said, well, I love to sing. And she said, well, well, well why are you in the real estate business? And she said, uh, well, I'm in the real estate business because, you know, I was told that my kind of singing, you know, didn't have a place or whatever. And uh, and this sort of coach says to her, you know, well, you're just cock-blocking yourself. You know, you should just go do what you, you want to do. And it's very much the same in the realm of this sort of being refused life by injury early on, by trauma, by, by the invasion of others who refuse your life, right? And I really do believe um, that there are a ton of these entities or spirits or darkness that, that our life refuses, our cock blockers, which live within us when we have no real sense of our strength and our power and our rootedness. And as I've said before, that comes from being loved early on. So, you know, if you arrive and you are surrounded by love and by a mirror that reflects, you know, all your divinity, call it whatever it is, I like to call it divinity. It's just a term, it doesn't mean anything other than that whatever this thing that's here is creating everything, light and love. Then you naturally are going to empower and, you know, and grow into, you know, the most spectacular being. And when I say spectacular, it doesn't mean you know, a house in the south of France and a Ferrari, it means that you are filled with love. You know, for me, I think about, wow, I would love to have grown up in a little village in where I'm from, the Canary Islands, with goats and sheep and just a really loving family and belonging to something which is a loving, a loving unit, right? A place that embraces and supports and, you know, adores you. And that's really the gift. The gift of life is having having had that soil that rich fertile soil of love because in that place everything is possible in that place there can be no failure there can be i mean i'm not saying failure you know there's failure everywhere but i'm just saying you can be messy you can be exactly who you are you can grow into this magnificent thing that each of us is that cannot happen if there's no rootedness, if there's no center, if there's no sense of your own power. And I've said this before, trauma and the overwhelm of trauma takes your power. It makes your road very foggy. You're bumping into walls. You can't see the destination. You can't feel your compass, your intuition, right? 
it gives you directions. For me, one of the things that was returned to me, and again, I'm in the process of being replanted, is feelings, emotions. One of the things that's wiped out in severe trauma is, and if you're in in a numbing state, is you can't feel this. I'm not allowed to feel this because it's overwhelming. I have to refuse what's happening to me here because otherwise I will die. It's like, you know, having somebody with a forklift truck dump, you know, like a fucking container on you. Right? So you have to numb. You have to exercise blackout. And blackout saved me. Well, at least got me through my being a child. Right? So, but blackout doesn't serve us later on. Again, there's a very, you know, well-known saying. It's like if you, you know, you need to cross a river, you you use the boat, but you don't carry the boat with you after you've crossed the river. I mean, a waste of time, right? So it's required early on. All sorts of things are required early on to survive in what can only be described as a horrific war zone, if it's bad. In my case, it was sexually uh, being sent out to be sexually abused. So I've said before, in the medicine, you are coming up against many walls of your own resistance, right? All the things that you, the bunker that you built to survive. And outside that bunker is terror. And inside that bunker is that four or five-year-old, right? Who cannot leave, who's just shut down, who's cancelled herself or himself, who's comed out to not see. So in this return, which has to be done, again, with enormous love and compassion, and which could be, you know, a significant path home, certainly mine has been, you have to take it as it comes, you know, as you gain more and more trust, right, as you, you have more and more of a relationship with the medicine, that certainly for me has been my ally. And if you connect in that relationship and deepen that relationship, so deeper can you go into this darkness. And it's really an act of bringing yourself home. So for me recently, what I've had is I've actually seen this. I can see it, right? I can see the dark. I mean, I could conjure it up into a devil or conjure it up into some, you know, anime character. But I see it. I've, I've, you know, I've come to that place where there it is in an actual configuration, in an actual outline. It's dark. I'm facing, I'm seeing it. So what is that darkness? That darkness is the refusal of who you are. Again, you, in order for you to fully grow, to fully blossom 
into that freedom. You see, in a truly loved individual, there are no barriers, right? In a truly loved individual, the plant just grows, you know, at random, up a tree, around a bush. It's, It's just endless life force, right? And it doesn't see obstacles in the same way that when you grow up in a population where there are Indians and blacks and Cubans and Jews and blood, you don't, at this point, when I grew up, yeah, it was, you know, there was color. Now, in this, in this place, in this world, in the area where I live, there is, children do not see another color. Why? Because it's not made into an obstacle right unless I'm being told it it doesn't exist it doesn't exist very different to when I grew up and I myself am Spanish and I was you know I'm brown and I was basically labeled an outcast it was wrong to be my color so it's, it's really the tearing down of beliefs and the refusal of your life. And, and, and so you have to keep punching through these walls. And punching is an understatement. It really is. You need to take a bulldozer to these walls. And... That's what the medicine is. It's the bulldozer. It's the it's the the conduit. It's it's the sort of the army that goes and battles the dark with you. And it is an army. For me it's an army of Indians on horses and divinity and light. But I'm at this wall now where it's just, I can see the darkness. And, and, and again, it's a thing I talk about, it's Mara. It's the refusal of your soul. Is it a, something that had to happen? Well, if it's happening, it, yeah, it must have been. It must be related to something that I don't really understand as yet. But you have to get up to that wall. And that's why there's this endless dissolution as you go on this path. You're dissolved and dissolved and dissolved and dissolved and dissolved. As you meet your resistance. So it's always much more complex than you think. Because these energies are very subtle. It's like ether. You cannot see them. Especially if you're packed with, um, you know, you're, you're like sandbags in a wall, right? You hide behind the sandbags. It's too scary to get outside the trenches because the invading army is all around you. But that is the role or 
the journey back is to become the warrior of yourself. It is a cheat death. Because at the end, the reason we're behind the sandbags, the reason that we live in vaults of ourselves, our own crypts, really, the reason we live in such fear is because we fear death. We fear our extinction. And really, um, this physical form is just a form. You know, a friend of mine's parent just died and she said it was so stinky and horrible and messy. And, but it's just another transformation, right? You know, when I was younger, I thought there was a destination. There's a place that you finally arrive to and it's just like, oh, okay, breathe. And you realize, no, there is no ultimate destination. The universe is in constant transformation, even in death. When the spirit leaves the body, it's messy, it's smelly, it's not pretty. There's no controlling it. It's just nature and life doing its thing. You're at the end of one road and then onto another, in another form. So, if you're willing to keep going down this path or to keep close to the medicine, to keep connecting to the medicine, and as I said before, it's not that you just take it once and then you go, oh, great, that's it. But rather that you connect and then continue to build a relationship with the medicine. It is that that keeps giving you the strength and power to keep facing these wars. And it really is almost like a Russian doll. You know, you keep meeting the next situation. One of my... Um, when I was last in the jungle, last this beginning of this year, I... Um, there was a holdout for me because of the horror that happened to me early on um, of my mother. I couldn't let go of the fact that she was involved. I had to have, it's almost like I had to hold on to a piece of that kingdom, a piece of that place that was collapsing, right? Like this whole place is imploding and I wanted to keep that one column that I thought, you know, there was a piece I could still hold on to. And my first ceremony in the medicine was, you know, she was also involved. You know, she was in the car, I was in the back. I was being taken out to be sexually abused. So immediately the medicine just like collapsed it, right? So the medicine was saying, you need to leave all of it, all of it. All of it was an obstacle. All of it was built as a crypt that you would never leave, in which your power was stolen. So <clears throat> the collapse of all of us, of, of, or the return home, is not an easy, you know, task. Because it involves a continual dissolution of who we are, and it's a continual death. 
So every time you come up against a resistance, something that you've refused, something you haven't integrated, something you haven't processed, every time you come up to that wall, there's going to be a loss there of what you believed. There's going to be a loss there of the piece of you that was built out of that belief. Right? So it's this small, it's this... Um, I'm not going to say small because it's catastrophic when you meet these resistances and they're huge. I remember the one I met, the resistance that came to me when I had to see that my father had sold me and I was out on the street and he was holding my hand waiting for the pimp to take me, which is horrific. When I had to see that, that wall, that the sickness, the puking. I mean, again, you don't puke food, you puke energy. It's like this, your whole body is releasing this whole you know, refusal, it's, it's really like a death. It, I felt, I was sick and sick and sick. It was just like, and again, you're not puking up food or you're puking up energies, but it's, it's like the black liquid. So every time you come up against a resistance and you get past and you release it, a huge piece of you dies because a huge piece of you was built refusing that truth and agreeing to submit to the horror that happened. So that energetic charge with that person is, bro- is, 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 is broken or removed or it loses that wattage and then a piece of you that was made out of that refusal dissolves. In another, um, actually it was a, a ceremony here at home, and I say ceremony, I don't, I just listen to the Ikaros. I was facing this huge obstacle. I was a little girl and I, my mother was, was this huge towering obstacle. Right. So, <clears throat> we, you know, all the fears we have, everything we've built, everything we've been, if we've refused, is a resistance in our system, right? So every time you have to see, and if you've blacked it out, and I did, I blacked it out, then it becomes, you know, another wall that keeps you enclosed that keeps your power enclosed. And that power belongs to the person that has you in the vault. It belongs to the dungeon keeper that keeps you in the vault. It belongs to the person that damaged you. They have the keys. So you have to wake up and see who those dungeon keepers are. And it's very difficult to wake up and recognize that the dungeon keepers are your very parents. Right? Because what happens then in the child's mind, it is attached to that parent. It has made a bond with that parent. It has built itself around the trestle. It's like a plant. It has shaped itself. It has sculpted itself around the trestle of poison, right? 
So you're shedding and shedding. It's like a snake. You're shedding and shedding and shedding. The more you see of the truth, the more of you dies. But then the other piece is that as that dies, so you return. I'm talking about your soul, your essence, etc. You can't see that at the time. <coughs> what you feel is this enormous release of energy. It's energy. It's like you're, like I was being held in place by all these layer, these these energetic forces. I was being trapped by all my whole system was trapped in these energetic forces. The first one I had when I was down in Peru seven years ago was literally like an exorcism. It was the top. It was one of the top layers of being trapped. I mean, my whole body was moving. I was just in this, the contract was being broken with my child. So the process of it is the regaining of your power over and over and over. And as I said in that show, it was like the coach was telling this girl, you are cock blocking yourself, right? You are being, you are refusing yourself the right to be who you are. Oh no, I'm not going to do theater because someone told me there's no money. And that's just a simple thing, right? I'm ending up doing this because, you know, I've been told that I can't do this over there because there's not a place for it in the world. All great innovators, all great, you know, visionaries break the mold. And they go forth and they stride across the fucking, you know, mountaintops because they're free to do that because they're rooted and they believe. And everybody else is saying no and they're like, fuck that, I'm just going ahead, I'm seeing the future. So in this, the realm of evolution and growth, I mean, you know, it wasn't long ago, we we're just apes, right? Look at us now, like, you know, Bugattis and Ferraris and God knows, right? Planes, technology. The forces of breaking the mold <clears throat> and being connected to yourself, to your intuition, to your strength. In a good, loving, healthy relationship, in parenting, a loving parent connects you to your unique being, to the power of your individual soul. And by the way, children are gifts, right? They don't belong to you. They belong to the universe. We all belong to the universe, right? We don't see children as divine, beautiful creatures. We see them as a nuisance, you know, as something that needs to be dealt with. Somebody was just telling me yesterday, oh, this little girl is born and she's very dark. No, a child is a child is a child. It's responding to its environment. It's a child. It's a delicate orchid that requires enormous amounts of attention for its fullest expression, right? 
if I'm dipped in acid or dipped in milk or dipped in honey, it's, I'm going to have a different response for each thing. We are these nerve, these sort of energetic things that respond to everywhere that we go. And it is our, it is our senses that tell us, right, that are our navigational tool when they're finely tuned. So, <clears throat> the more you keep moving towards your, so first of all, in, this, in the medicine, there's surrender to what you, I've never known that I could be connected to a spirit, so that's, you know, surrender. Then there's the ego that fights the medicine because the ego wants to keep everything in control and keep itself. It's been built by now. By the time you get to the medicine, you're truly well built, right? You're already the structure. And the outside of that structure is saying, no, I'm, I'm built. I'm, I'm not coming here to, you know, I just need to know things. I don't need to be unbuilt, but you really need to be unbuilt and dissolved. And so the process is the medicine goes through every single wall in your system. And every time you come up against that, first of all, you've got to build a relationship with the medicine so that you can meet the wall, meet the resistance. And as you meet the resistance, the medicine, your release of that energetic hold and energy is released, but you die. A piece of, you know, the person that was built in that begins to, you know, disappear. <clears throat> and then there's more surrender, and then there's another wall, and then more surrender, and there's this, this constant dissolution. It is a death. It's a very messy. I mean, if you're puking and you're shitting and you're yawning, and you know, it's it's a death. <clears throat> and because we are human beings, we think. I mean, I don't know, but for me, it's like okay. <clears throat> now my first visit to the jungle was oh, okay I had an exorcism I'm done yeah I'm, it's over no it was just like I was literally at the beginning of this fucking avalanche right and then there's more and then there's more and it was just like endless and then more and more and more and even this last time I was down in the jungle um, it was <clears throat> the last ceremony you know I'd seen the piece that was missing, which was I had to let go of my mother, I had to let go of my family, I had to let go of all these people. And then it was, okay, great. That's the last piece of this, you know, the implosion of this whole system. And again, that was, you know, you still have to keep, you know, cleansing that. But then at the end, the last ceremony, which is usually the ceremony that like wraps it everything up, and it's kind of like a it tends to be a, a less aggressive, let's put that way, a less um, uh, explosive ceremony. You know, I was told, you know, they came to get you before you were born. Oh, my God, like the dark forces. So <clears throat> that's the beginning of another. So you think you're at the end of this place, and it's like, oh, no, there's the beginning of this other place. So what is that story about? Like, where do I need to die there? 
What is the resistance I have to meet there? So the medicine is going to keep taking you through this. It's, it's, and it is the transformation of a caterpillar into a butterfly. You're being released from all these energetic forces. And many moons ago, in the process of this, you know, it got really bad. I had all these entities coming through me. And I'd asked a shaman down in the jungle to look and say, look what's going on. And they said, listen, you're just surrounded by dark energies, like your whole soul. So <clears throat> you're told along the way sort of what the problem is. So I don't think, I mean, I, the, um, and you have to keep surrendering and trusting, you know, that message. It's like you get pieces of, little bits of information. Um, so arriving to this world, being put in this position, being sexually abused, etc., by my own parents, being sent out to be sexually abused, all of that was a setup of the dark, right? It's a setup of Mara, of no power. It's almost like a Houdini jacket. You've got a, you're trapped, and it's almost like, and also, it's, it's, a, it's, it's a high voltage magnetic trap. I was caught in this spider's web. I was caught in this trap. I was tricked into this trap. Right. And now I have to um, dissolve it. The privilege of the medicine was that it gave me, I mean, I had no idea. I was completely shut down and blacked out of all of this. The medicine basically is the Navy SEALs. And they're going to say, okay, we're going to GPS where you are, your soul is. But again, this is happening in another dimension. It is not in this dimension, right? I mean, the events happened in this dimension. But all the dark forces and energies that happened early on <clears throat> that are inside me are not visible in this dimension. The shamans work in many, are able to travel in many, many dimensions, in many worlds. They say there are many, many worlds. This is very small, but one of the many, many worlds. And because they can travel into all these different realms, or the plants can take them into these different realms, that means that they can heal, and you heal in the medicine in different realms. Where there's information, where there's healing, where there's knowledge. So we're trapped here in this dimension, but there are many, many, many worlds, which, again, the limitations of our own need to, like, to own and to control limits us, which is why the medicine is so insane, because the medicine takes you out of the limitations of this world. And there are places where you can heal in other worlds. But that requires <clears throat> the dissolution of belief. So it's like you're going through a gate each time. Each time that you meet a resistance, get past it, puke it out, 
fart it out, shit it out, whatever you do, because it's in your system, you and it's like you're constantly being dissolved and becoming more and more transparent. I think about a jellyfish, right? You become more and more transparent. That's when you get more and more information. That's when you're able to move into other universes. So, <clears throat> it's again, it's like, oh, there must be an end to this, you know. It starts on Monday, it ends on Friday. It doesn't work like that at all. It's like, oh, I went down to the jungle, I started on Monday, finished on Saturday. No, it's like, if you're on this path, it's opening, 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 opening. And so now I'm hitting a, I'm actually seeing, here it is, this big, dark thing. What is this big dark thing? Now I have to penetrate this big dark thing. It doesn't want you to... Okay, if I'm terrifying you for some reason, just let's just talk sort of... Yeah. If I'm, if I'm terrifying you, I'm stopping you from something. Right? If I build an army, right, I'm gonna stop you from doing something. If there is a threat or there is darkness, I'm gonna stop, I'm stopping. I don't want you to have your power. I don't want you to know something. I don't want you to own something so again I'm at this place if so if you if, uh, if you're still experiencing and I've you know I've had and I've had many many entities come out of me which were holding me hostage right why is, would somebody hold you hostage in any situation because somehow you're a threat to them If I have to control you, you're a threat to me, right? You're a threat to something I have. In fact, I was just thinking about that too, about people that I know that are very controlling. They need to hold on to something, a version of how they see the world. And so I need to control you so that my version of the world is intact. Right? I mean, I don't give a shit about anything, actually. I mean, honestly, I don't care. As far as... I don't need to submit to anything, right? Do I get scared? Absolutely. But do I really give a shit? No, right? I don't believe in anything. So... Or any of the things that are, say, you know, seriously sort of locked down. I mean, having when you go into the medicine world, you're just in so many different places. It's like you realize the smallness of where we are, like how silly it all is in a way. All these holding on to these big things. It's just like 
identities, right? I'm this, you know, I've reached this place. I'm, you know, it's just all so fragile and could turn tomorrow, right? Everything you think is so solid is actually not. And you see it every day, like, this person was really healthy, now he's got cancer, he's going to die, or, you know, this person made all this money, and then yesterday, and then tomorrow, it's lost. It's just this constant, like, we live on this volcano, and we're trying to, it's always rumbling, and we always think, if I just do this, I'm going to be safe. And you realize... You know, there have been four extinctions so far. Who gives a shit? The universe, you know, the universe decides it's over. It's over. I mean, they're just fucking throwing an asteroid and it's all done. It's like dust. It will be dust in two seconds, right? So, <clears throat> it's this notion of that we were solid when we're not. It's actually exhausting. <laughs> I was just saying. The whole thing is very exhausting when you think about it. I just have to, you know, I would really like to retire. I can't, but I, you know, because um, I've been buried for the last 60 years and I've got to actually start, you know. Um, but yeah, it's in this world of the medicine, which, by the way, again, I talk about my experience, but everybody can do this that's one of the most important parts of this thing is like nobody has a monopoly on divinity no one especially no one you know on a pulpit with a funny outfit you know who's a pedophile screaming things out of a book that was written a hundred years ago no one has a monopoly on divinity everyone has access the problem is that we're so shut down from it empire took sacredness and made it its own right it owns empire took it and make it you know made it into an institution through which you must go in order to reach god that's ridiculous <clears throat> on all t- you know across the board so we all have access to this divinity the question is <clears throat> to get there we have to give up the versions of who we are of what we believe And that's usually quite difficult because we've been built out of these versions of reality because we've arrived to empire. And empire says, look, if you don't do this, then you're, you know. It's much less so now, but still, there are very deep-rooted institutions that say this is what life's about. So if you go into this medicine, you are dissolving those beliefs and that's why psychedelics are such a difficult thing right for this the west to embrace because they see it as a drug no it's like it it dissolves version the beliefs that you've set up and that's a threat right so As you dissolve and as you face your own resistances, what you've refused, it's a refuser of life, it's Mara. It's a refuser of your life. And so you have to keep penetrating truths, 
that are happening in another realm. I mean, on a very practical note, it's like, wait, 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 I just spent seven years, you know, just, just dissolving this, the heap of shit that I was buried in, and the truth and the horror, blah, blah, blah. And I finally got to the last pillar, which is, you know, very difficult with my mum. Boom. And to see that she was also involved and like, okay. And I'm thinking, well, now I'm free. Well, now I can just like, okay, it's going to be a while. I've got to clean this up, et cetera, et cetera. And then it's like, wait, there's more. <laughs> it's like, there's another realm I have to get to, which is, you know, they came to get you. The dark came to get you before you were born. All right, well, what is that about? We need, you know, it's just you keep going. And <clears throat> why? Because there's another, if there's a barrier, well, I don't, you know, I need, I, I can't, I don't want to be held back anywhere, right? Do you want complete freedom? Yes. Yes. I mean, I've come this far for fuck's sake. It's like, what the fuck? I've had to entertain more demons than there are like, you know, stars in the sky. God knows it. I didn't realize there were so many, right? So... Yeah, now I'm up against this. I can literally see it's dark, the darkness of it. You know, but the medicine had to give me this this much strength and courage to get here, right? <clears throat> what it is, I don't know. What lies behind it, I don't know. But it's something that, again, needs to be overcome, penetrated. And it roars. I mean, it comes like energy through me, like, again, trying to stop me from going through it again. Another war. You know, does each... So each time you a wall is collapsed, a resistance is collapsed in your system, more energy gushes through. It's like the dam of an ocean. You know, you, 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 you remove that wall, the ocean rushes through oh right and then there's another wall with it that needs to be melt ocean there's this sort of energetic release and one of the things about keeping like i keep a my life is pretty routine it's like the same thing not but more or less it's like i go here i do that boom, boom. and the great thing about a discipline and i understand now the zen discipline is that if you have a discipline and a structure that's already set up, then there are less distractions and it's easier to penetrate, you know, to see this stuff. You can see in a container the thunderstorm. You can see, you know, in, an, in, a, in a white room, you know, when you put color into a white room or you put, if you imagine a container that's white, you can put all different liquids in it. You can see it because the container isn't moving. It needs to be a solid structure, right? So my life is pretty routine. 
it has a solid structure. And within that solid structure, because there are very few distractions, I can keep moving through these walls. Because I can, they, you know, if, if you're extremely distracted, which is what um, trauma is like, certainly for me it was like I was just bouncing against the walls, then there's no solidity. If you create a solid structure, then within that solid structure, and I'm talking, you know, I go here at eight, da, 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 I do that, da, 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 same thing, right? I meditate at this time, blah, blah, blah. Then, <clears throat> then these other worlds can really open up. You need to have, and that's why, like in any tradition, there's, there's a structure to how that tradition works. And in that, you know, you can begin to see. When I first started meditating, those five minutes were like impossible. And then it was, I was at 45 after 13 and a half years of meditation. Then I could see. I was like, there was this seeing, right? You, I built a solid structure for the seeing, for the internal journey. And is it annoying? Yeah, I've got to meet another wall. Oh, fuck, right? Aren't we done yet? <laughs> no, no, right? You need, you know, once you're in down the rabbit hole, you're down the rabbit hole. And if you're down there, it's for some reason, right? You can't lie to yourself. You can't say, oh, it's done. You know it's not done. The medicine is taking you somewhere else. You're literally, you know, when you start the tributary back to the river, it's, you don't know how long that tributary is. Or to the ocean, right? You know, what is, I don't know. No, I don't know. But it's like once you're in, you know, you can't let it go. In other words, I'm saying, it's going to take you. You're not letting anything go. It's taking you and you're going along with it. You can, you know, there's no real resistance. It's like an avalanche. When it starts, it's going. The momentum of it is just like, that's it. It's over, right? And that's what happens if you're going into this medicine. If you're going on this journey, you are going on a journey in which, you know, you can't, there's no turning back. <laughs> there's no... There's no like, oh, okay, well, unless you decide, well, I'm not going to connect to this. I'm just, I'm just going to not. But that's very difficult if you're really committed to healing. Now, there are many other worlds. This is a small one. I don't know. I could speculate. Did an event happen in another world? I don't know that I have to return to? I don't know. Is it something simple? I, 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 I have to keep claiming ignorance. Now, the one thing about trauma is that you have to know everything, right, to control. In this instance, there's no control. You can try. 
it doesn't work. And in trauma, for example, you know, I was so shut down emotionally, like all my feelings were just didn't work, that now they work very well. And it's almost like I can't be around certain things or people or, right? It's just like I just feel the energy. You know, it's, 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 that's it. It's your, all of this is being dissolved. And you're given access. And I think, I mean, I've had a little access into other realms. Tiny. Like I've been like at the doorstep of someone of these realms. So you have to give up knowing anything. It's like the Zen say, you know, um, I say, what's the the great Zen saying is, I don't know mine, that's it. Don't know. I have no idea. In this world, we need to know everything, right? In this, in the other world, it's like, I don't know. And the medicine takes you. And it gives you a little bit of information about yourself and then a little bit more, a little bit more. It's a landslide. You can't... There's no returning. There's just more information, more releasing, and more dying, and more knowledge. And you can't lie to yourself either. You can't say, well... It's not, you know, you can't... I think in trauma, you know, what I certainly learned to do was I could lie to myself because I could just black it out. In this openness, you know, everything is appearing on the screen. There's no, there are no, like, back rooms. There's no, like, like in-law triage. There's nothing to, you know, there's no beds to stick stuff under and closets to pipe. No, it's just, it's always just there showing you or showing, you know, showing you where you're, shut down and usually for me you know my relief you know people's relief are like drugs or alcohol or something vegging out for me it's like Netflix (laughs) Netflix is like okay I'm just gonna watch five of these shows right I don't have to think I can disappear that doesn't mean the stuff goes away, right? It doesn't mean I don't have to deal with it tonight in a, in a dream or a vision or whatever. Or in, it's just a respite for five seconds, right? From the slow downhill, <laughs> from the slide down the mountain as you're being dissolved. In all of it, I'm I'm facing these very terrifying dark entities. Very dark entities. That are refusing my life and my power. And 
what's interesting is, <clears throat> and when I say power, I mean life. What's interesting is every time you face a layer of darkness, a piece of life force is returned to you. A piece of life is returned to you. A piece of consciousness. When I say power, consciousness, it's awakeness. So, it is, it is like Humpty Dumpty, right? It's like you are Yeah, I mean, you're dissolved. And then you're... So, so the, the, the burial ground is cleaned out and you are returned. But to do that, you have to keep, you know, going through layers and layers and layers of resistance. And I think... I mean, it's very scary and challenging. And you think you keep knowing, but you don't know. You don't know. And that's what's scariest, is that you've got to give it all up. You've got to give up all your controls. You've got to give up all your versions of yourself. You're being stripped down over and over and over. And then, you know, because in society it says, oh, you know, you're only something if you're this. You're only something if you're that. You only matter if you're this identity. You have this much in the bank. You have this, you know, this much military power, right? And this is not like that at all. This is energetic. This is a whole different realm where identities are stripped. And you have no power because you're in the medicine, right? The medicine is the thing that's really something you don't understand. I don't understand it. I mean, I'm very connected to it, but, you know, it's... I don't claim to understand this mystery at all. But I trust it completely. And so, yeah, you are... Yeah, you're just being, I don't know how to describe it. It's like this, you're being returned and you're being <clears throat> remade and being cleansed. What that looks like at the end of it, I don't know. I mean, again, you have to just keep trusting and dissolving. Is it unsettling? Yeah, it is unsettling. I mean, it's, we're still human. You don't get to be, I mean, one of the things is that, you know, <clears throat> even the energetic surgeons, we're all just humans in this big realm of mystery and power and intelligence. Um, so yeah, of course, you know, you're scared and... <clears throat> but the test is the trust, yeah? How much do you trust? 
the mystery, the divinity. And, you know, your importance is, res- <laughs> like, in this world, your identity has an, a validity, a value, and an importance. In the, in the world of the mystery, it's like, yeah, I don't fucking know. <laughs> I have no idea. I don't have any <clears throat> power. I suppose the power is to be connected to that, right? To be on the, the wings of an incredible... It's like, you know... You are, you feel like you're on the back of this incredible, not a dragon, but this very powerful creature, right? Like you're, you've been given access to this incredible mystery. Again, a very tiny little, like in the waiting room of of the universe. You have to keep going. Keep surrendering. You know, but I don't live in Calabasas with a huge, you know, in Montecito with my $10 million. Whatever, right? So, it's another challenge. It's another gift. Really, it is a gift to be given access to all of this information. But it's a hard-earned gift, very hard-earned. And a privilege, total privilege. Yeah, so cock blocking (laughs) to your life. Um, If you start it um, and you follow it, the gifts are insane. The journey is difficult, as in as everything in life is. Well, it's a hard-earned gift. Will you know what it looks like? No. Do you know what the end looks like? No. Will it end? I don't know. <laughs> it's like, it's like I'm in no no. I mean, like I don't know land, but I trust every breath of it, and. And as I promised myself at the beginning, I don't take care if it takes an eternity. I will be returned home. I will be reconnected uh, with my soul. <clears throat> and whatever that takes, if I have to sit on this cushion for the next you know, fucking century, I will. Um, because that's what's important to me. I do not want to live asleep. And <clears throat> it's my own journey, right? So I'm just talking from the other side of it. Again, it's not everybody's cup of tea. Who the hell wants to do it, right? It's like I wouldn't wish an ayahuasca ceremony on anyone. But if you're going to, re- if you want to reconnect for real, yeah, there's, un- there's no other way to do it. Bye.